quest to find beauty right where you are. Hi guys! Hey, we're so excited that we're back. Back for round two. Round two. Episode two, I guess. Round two. (laughs) Okay, episode two. Episode two. (laughs) Return of the podcast. Star Wars reference there. Anyway, um, yeah, we got a good one for you guys today. Yeah, we're so excited. I have so much to talk about. Yes. Um, January is upon us. The new year is right upon us. I mean, it's like I feel the weight. That but is what we're going to talk about. It's exciting, it's, though. Well, it is exciting. It's like a brand new slate. Yeah. Um, sometimes, though, there's like this pressure to like do all the things and make all the goals. And, yep. you know. Yeah. You've been in goal land for like the last day and a half. I, I have mean, been. Actually, so like I, week. I mean, if I'm if I'm I being know, honest. but this is my favorite week because I love goal setting and I love planning. And I, you know, I found a really good um, series last year. And usually we're driving at this time of year because we're visiting family. And so I just talk your ear off. And (laughs) last year we did um, some goal planning and setting with uh, Ruth Sukup. And this year I'm doing it with Laura Casey. Because sometimes January can just feel like um, overwhelming. And you get excited. If you're like me, you get really excited and you want to start all the things. You Mm want to do all the things that you didn't do last year. And especially when it comes to homeschool, you want to do all that curriculum you never got to you want to read all those books that you haven't gotten to yet and for some reason you want to do it in january and so (laughs) you want to start you want to start strong i mean really i think that's what a lot of people are like well we didn't do as well last year so let's kick it off with a bang you know let's try to get in a good routine here's the thing here's the lie that the myth i would say yeah come january what every homeschool mom is thinking is i didn't get very much done yeah yeah yeah, we're going to talk about that, but um, I have a quote to share with you that talks about that exact thing. So this is kind of, I, I feel like today is kind of talking to the new moms that are out there. You know, you're in your first year, um, maybe it's first year and you're doing kindergarten with your oldest, or maybe you pulled out your kid from um, public school, private school, and this is just your first year homeschooling. But um, I just want to be real honest with my journey and January just seems to be the time when you feel like a failure. Mm-hmm. January is the time when you're just feeling like you did all the things wrong. You feel like your kid is not reading Shakespeare yet, so obviously you're failing. Right? Um, they're five, but no Shakespeare yet, so yep. obviously mom guilt up the wazoo. You know? Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Um, math kind of feels like what math? What what? They don't even know a circle from a square yet. You know, this is the time when. January just feels like the weight of the world is upon you. Definitely. And so can I encourage you a little bit here, moms? Can I just encourage you? Let's not use January as our back to school month. Let's not use it as our all the new things month. Can January be just a time to get back to where we were? Hmm. Let's just use January as our time to reestablish what we had. What we had that was good. Yep. Yeah, take some of that energy that you have to shoot for the stars and maybe just land on the moon. Yeah, you know, maybe like just moon let's it. just try to get to the moon at this point. <laughs> you know, it's like And for us the moon feels like whatever was before the holiday craziness. Right. You know, if just you get had back kids, to the normal. Yes, just reestablish normal. Right. And so that's where I'm at now. Is so in January I'm feeling like I'm not gonna start in right away with math, but I just need to reestablish our morning routine, our breakfast and Bible routine. And getting out the door routine. That's where I want to start. And then I consider that a layer. So once that layer is set, then let's add in a layer. And the next layer will be a read aloud. Or the next layer will be 
napping at the normal times for the younger kids, you know, and the next layer will be adding that math curriculum. And you just keep adding a layer until it feels right. Yes. And what you end up with then is really a parfait, if you will, of perfection. (laughs) And you're going to have a delicious school year. Really, it's going to be fantastic. I love that analogy. Yeah. It's it's a homeschool parfait for everyone out there. Oh my gosh. Homeschool parfait. I'm a little hungry. I don't know if you can tell. Yeah. Maybe maybe we both are. We're both talking about food. (laughs) Interesting. Yeah. Um, And so then, yeah, let's use January to just get back to normal, layer it in. And then, do you know what? February. Hit it. Hit it. Dun, 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 dun. Hit uh, it. Uh. Yeah. I don't know. That's I, all I, got. I don't know. Double up. Yes. Yeah, that's what we're thinking. Uh. Two hops this time. Yep. Oh. Anyway, okay. <laughs> six song references in there plus the one we made up ourselves so funny so yeah february can be your let's do it yeah get your moon base set in january oh yeah and then you launch from the moon to the stars stars. you're gonna get there a lot easier go to the stars in february yeah that's just gonna be a lot easier i love it yes so okay so um another word of advice i would just want to wrap this part up real quick um, listen to these words from Jody Maccabee, who is a homeschool mom of five. Um, Ooh, this is what she five. says. We have four, honey. That's only one. I but I feel the same way. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's five. Like, how do people do um, it? Oh, more than four. It's, it's, yes. it's insane. So Jody Maccabee says this about her early years. This is her advice. Okay. Looking back, I would have eliminated overscheduling and general busyness. I would have simplified school to be just about reading, writing, math, and Jesus in the early years. Mm. I would have hiked more, rested more, and stressed less about not checking things off my list. Wow. That's awesome. So, that is a really good goal. I think she, and so many homeschool moms that I've heard from that have gone before me, that is exactly their advice. Read the books, get them in your lap, you know, and I'm talking early years, you know, when they're five and preschool, just enjoy them. Get on the floor with them. Read the books. If they like cats, go check out five cat books from the library. This is the time to not stress about it. You yeah, know? I never hear people regret that you know they spent more time with their kids and really focused on that relationship more more so than getting all the subjects done. I wish we would have done sixty thousand more curriculums. Exactly. That, yeah. yeah. No, you never hear anybody say that. That's right. true. Yeah. So you know you got to focus on what's important. So at the end of our kindergarten, year, well, not the end. It was like mid year. It was like this time. You know, December, January-ish at this time with my my oldest being in kindergarten that, you know, we had a baby and there was some family wedding and travel and it just kind of felt just crazy. Yep. And so my goal, I had to redefine success for us in that kindergarten year because it was looking differently than I thought it was going to. And so my new de- definition of success was each day, did I look into their eyes did I get outside? Did we get outside? Yeah. And did we read a book? Nice. And that helped me move forward in a way that was not guilt ridden. And then we could still enjoy each other and still felt accomplished because I connected with them. I got outside with them and we read a good book. Yeah. And in the end, that was the most important thing. I love that. It's it's super simple, but it's really profound and it really hits on what's the important things, you know, with building those relationships. Exactly. Yeah. Good luck, mamas. You can do it. You can totally do it. Talk a little bit about our new vacuum. Oh my word. (laughs) 
You talk about starting off the new year with a whole new us. I oh, mean, my word. I just feel like our lives have been transformed. And, I, I, and it's only been a few weeks yeah. with this new member of our family. I, I think I think we can call her that. I think we are. It's safe to say she's a member. She she's is. a she. Oh, she is. Yep. Her name. She has a gender. Is Dee Dee. Dee Dee. The Wonderbot. The Wonderbot. Really, she is a robot vacuum. She is. We're the Jetsons. I feel like the Jetsons. I feel like I used to watch that show and see like the vacuum going through the house, and yeah. I was like, whoa, that is so crazy. People here's, are so lazy. That's what I really question. thought. Here's the question. Do yes. you remember the uh, robot nanny's name from the Jetsons? Oh, There's a little bit of trivia for you. I I I want to say Genie. Genie Jetson. No, you're close, though. It does end oh. in an I. Rosie. Rosie. Rosie the robot the Robot. Yeah. See, we should have named ours Rosie. No, Dee Dee's uh, is actually lovingly named by our firstborn. So we yeah. have to. That's she's I was our like, creative you one. Need a D, that's you need a name. Dee Dee is it. <laughs> but here's what's happening with Dee Dee. Somebody said that if I did this, that this is what happened in their house, and so I've been surprised. But Dee Dee makes us clean up, like clean up. So mm, in order yeah. to get Dee Dee to work, guys, I'm going to turn on Dee Dee. They run around the house and they clean up the stuff that they don't want Dee Dee to eat. <laughs> They're toys, i.e. Exactly. So so it's been actually really nice. It's kind of like it's forcing you to get into that routine of just picking up after yourself, knowing that Dee Dee is going to run. It's it's been a game changer. They go around and clean and they do it happily, which is like it was like pulling teeth before. Yeah, I feel like there was like we hate cleaning. Yeah, they get all the yeah, the complaints. But now they're running around cleaning up. And then they chase Dee Dee. Yeah, they play with her. It's weird. They like run around the house, you know, from her. This will obviously the novel will wear off but for now we're really enjoying it and here's the thing (laughs) I was like no guilt no shame about Dee Dee because I was kind of feeling like what are people going to think if I have a robot that cleans my house I don't even know but it's been so helpful it's been a good change for us it's taken one thing off my plate that helps us focus on something more important right that's what it is to me definitely so there's Dee Dee for you that's Dee Dee And I just wanted to share a quote that I found. It says, finding your passion isn't just about careers and money. It's about finding your authentic self, Mm. the one you've buried beneath others' needs. And that's a quote by Kristen Hanna. Wow. I think that that is speaking to me for a little bit of a reason right now because it's just been a very needy season with littles with moving, with homeschooling, maybe you feel that way too. Yeah. There's just a lot of people that need you right now. Um, and I think that's okay and that's good. But I think the part that I, I like about this that maybe applies to the homeschooling is that it's not that we're trying to raise kids to go into a career to be all about the money. Right. I think we're more trying to uncover their authentic self, the one that mm. um, God created them to be, because that's where they're going to find the most joy. Yep. And maybe their livelihood will be will flow from that. But that's what it's all about with the kids. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cu- uncovering their authentic selves. Yeah, helping to realize those passions that God's yeah. placed in them. And yeah, that's what it's all about. Is, yeah, for, I, for us too. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's why I'm really loving this quote right now because I feel like I could have just thrown my 20s away. I mean, that, that sounds really terrible, but there's so much that you're learning yeah. when you're in those teen and 20s years, for me anyway. And somebody always said, like, you're going to love your 30s. And I was so excited to be in my 30s because <laughs> you do. You feel like you kind of you know what's going on. You've yeah. made, made, made enough mistakes that you know that you're going to recover from them. And so, yeah, I feel like right now it's just like uncovering my authentic self. Well, that's, and, that's, and that's what I love about homeschool is that I feel like it gives we we have a unique opportunity as parents to help uncover our kids passions in a way especially if we have that mentality mm-hmm. and we're looking at things that way mm-hmm. um, we can help look for those uh, keys and those um, the gifts the, that they've been the given. gifts that mm-hmm. they've been given by yeah. God and you know we can help to uncover those and help guide them you know along a path that's gonna help them grow those well and one of the things that I we talk a lot about is having time to do that and What's neat is as a parent in a homeschooling situation is that you actually have more time. I mean, this sounds so like counterproductive. You don't feel like you have more time, but you can explore your own passions yes. with your kids right beside you. Yeah. Um, it, it just feel like nobody is demanding of your time like the outside world. Because you have your own thing that you can do in your home um, and uncover those passions. And I think it's great for, for kids you. to be able to see that, to see their adults, yes. their their parents having passions, lives, Gardening. like lead, leading a fulfilling life. Yes. That it doesn't end when you just become a parent, that your growth doesn't ever stop. You're still growing and developing too. Yes. Uh, that's huge. One of the things that always bothered me about the traditional school model is that people are always asking you, what are you going to do when you grow up? Yeah. Well, I don't know but i'm living my life right now and it feels pretty good like what's so it's so future based it's all about like well what are you gonna do then it's like i don't know but i know what i'm doing right now yes and so it's funny because then when you get to that grown up quote unquote destination yeah yeah. it's like this is it so i have no idea what i'm doing i'm (laughs) floundering and that's because it's the illusion of the destination there is no destination there's no destination you never you never arrive you just keep changing and growing so the point or the key or whatever is is getting comfortable and familiar with where you are and Mm -hmm. living out your passions living those gifts developing never stop learning you know right that that's the key and as christians we feel like it's um especially important for us to just keep leaning into him yes and, and that's another that's another one of those areas where you never you never arrive you know mm-hmm. you never get to a place where you're suddenly perfect and you know everything mm-hmm. it's a relationship it's a dance with, mm-hmm. with between you and, and jesus and it's and you're learning and growing and developing and you're constantly changing and and you know that's i think that's the whole point is we're we're learning and growing in in that relationship and so all of life is meant to be a relationship you know mm-hmm. with our children with yeah, with god so with each other you know and it's all a big family relationship. Yeah. Okay, so we wanted to give you guys um, a good... An insider's look, if you will. An insider's look, uh, some background on Kendra and I. Um, some of our Who new... the heck are you listening to right now? Yeah, who are these people? Getting that, and... to know you. Getting, getting to know all about you. you. Um, <laughs> so we decided to come up with a little quiz and All we're right, going to talk a little bit about this. each other and here's how we're going to do okay. this. Um, I'm going to ask the question, you're going to answer for me as if I'm you, as if, yeah, what, what you think 
the answer you is for me, be, okay, and then I'll answer. Yeah, what what I think the answer is for all you. Right. So the letter it. What right, do we first, got? First question here. Uh, you're sitting in front of the TV. What's on the screen? So you're answering for me. So if so, if David was in front of the screen. Yeah. You're watching TV. Yeah, I'm watching TV. What's oh, on the screen? Oh gosh, probably something from like historical. Uh, okay. Yeah. From like period timepieces mm. um maybe british shows those Ooh, yeah. tend to be really good ones those are always fun um hello good day top hello. of the morning yes um all that cheery good fun um yeah and then pr- maybe some maybe some shooting in there with like guns i yeah. don't know that you're more of like the shoot em up you know star wars type although uh, yeah i, I like, but like a good star war every once in a okay, while okay it's I like a good more... chewbacca yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> that was really bad okay. that didn't even sound like it. it sounded like i had something in my throat like <laughs> Okay, so for you, if I come in, oh, um, okay. <laughs> you're you're definitely watching either HGTV. Something. Oh, I have HGTV. Well, when I we would used to, be yeah. all the time. If we had it, if you'd be in front it, of it, it nonstop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably why we don't have it. But Chip and Joanna Gaines, you love those guys. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Uh, baking shows, you like what? some of those, this like the so cupcake funny. show. Oh, that's a good one. We also like is that it? Golden Ramsay because he's always like, get this out of here. It's undercooked. <laughs> I, I could. He was too stressful for me. Oh my after lord. A while. I mean, with somebody that struggles with anxiety already, like, I'm afraid I'm going to mess up. Like, I just... Uh. So anyway, that, that's what's on TV for Kendra. No. Either that or maybe like something Jane Austen, Pride and Prejudice, Sense I need and to Sensibility. See, I need to see Jane Austen Mr. or the Darcy. Pride and Prejudice again. Yeah. yeah, Mr. Darcy. You guys, we just found zombies. Oh my Pride gosh. and Prejudice zombies. Blew our it minds. It was hysterical. I wouldn't say it blew our minds as much as it was just very surprising. <laughs> it blew our minds in the sense of like people make these what, videos. What are we, what what are we watching? This? this is so hysterical. It it's was like totally... Really good. Oh my gosh! Yes, good go acting, on. like yes. really good acting, but then like random horror the scenes. Zombie comes yes. out of the woods and and, and eats Mr. Darcy's oh, brain, and you're like, like, "What is this?" So hysterical. Yeah, was, um, we enjoyed it a lot. <laughs> needless to say, <laughs> we watched the whole series. Yeah. Um, I thought you were gonna say like Gilmore Girls oh, or yes. Parenthood. Parenthood was huge yeah. for you. You were obsessed. Yeah. Okay. So, what's the next question? What do we so got here? The next one here. See, there's actually some pretty terrible questions on here. Okay. Um. You're out to eat. What kind of dressing do you, do, does she get on her salad? Um, what were you going to say? I guess for you, I would say probably either ranch or you really like honey mustard. You're a big honey mustard uh, person. I think you're right with ranch. I think yeah. you're a Caesar fan. Mm, big time Caesar. Caesar salad. Big All right. Time what Caesar. else? Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, if if they were to collect anything, what would it be? So what would, what would I collect? Oh. Oh, that's deep. That's a deep one. Because oh. that's like, that hits at the soul of a person. Does it? I mean, I don't know. Do we, are we soulless? Because I don't know that I collect anything. <laughs> <laughs> Dust until I got Didi? I don't know. I don't know. You can. Pillows. I pillows. collect pillows. You're a I pillow have a person. pillow. Do you remember the pillow thing. people from back in the 80s? I had one. <laughs> they were creepy. You are I mean, a pillow, pillow I'm person. I'm a pillow person. But I that's mean so that in like, with like, what do I want to go to Target and look at? The pillow section. I just yeah. can't get enough. It's so silly. Okay, like, so how many pillows does one person need? Okay. Okay, I was but supposed to answer you, for you, but uh, but okay. So for but, me... Well, for you, I was going to say, like, coins, but you don't collect coins. I don't, so I don't collect really coins. know. I think you might enjoy that. Maybe you should. Yeah. No. Maybe you should. 
I guess tools. I, I'm, oh I'm a, my I'm gosh, a tool collector. It's tools. You have every tool. Wrenches. I don't know what you think he does I have too with many all wrenches. those tools. Yeah, you get mad about the wrenches. I don't know. Well, I don't. Do you have too many? It's the screwdrivers that are like we have like every size available. <laughs> Imaginable. I do um, like a good screwdriver though. You can't underestimate that. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. We're so excited you were here. If you like us, make sure to subscribe to our podcast. And yeah, thanks for listening. We appreciate uh, all the love and support. We hope you were encouraged.